0: Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Another edition of Fair Ones and Fairways.
1: I'm Noel Sosa in here with the Hurricane. Fernando Rivas, what up, man? Hey, how's it going, man? Another big weekend of fights coming up, man. Very exciting, very exciting stuff. Oh, man, uh, this is, uh, now this is is a big-time fight. For sure. This is the main event. The main event of the last
0: couple months for sure. Absolutely, man. Uh maybe a little less height than uh tank in in Ryan, but definitely a lot of substance here. This is this is a high-level chess match. Uh Devin Haney versus Vasile Lomachenko. But also, man, this is kind of cool. Joining us uh via the telephone today. Uh had to get my man Ivory back on the show. Ivory, what's up, my brother? How we doing, man? How we doing? Thanks for having me on, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How you like the music, man? Uh,
2: setting the tone g hey man there it is tone man shout out to metropolis recording (laughs)
0: studios my man lob michael fuentes for hooking us up with that but uh you heard us kind of bring it in man we're going to cover a few different things here uh like i said talking about the big match also going to kind of recap our thoughts on the controversy surrounding raleigh romero versus ishmael barroso uh some controversy happened this past weekend and also coming up this weekend Not only do we have a major fight, we have a major championship uh, in the sport of golf, man, the PGA Championship taking place at Oak Hill Country Club, Rochester, New York. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put an official pick out there. You know, real quick, last time we picked a winner for a major, last time was the Masters in Augusta. We got real close. We picked the guy, you know, our pick came in second and he was leading day one, day two, day three. Ivory, you were kind of sweating that with me, man. You knew I had put a little bit of money out there and I was was pulling for Brooksy to win. So we'll see if we can get close, or at least maybe pick a winner this time too, man. But we almost had it last time. I
2: yeah, we, we almost had it. If I would have picked, I would have picked John Rom, <laughs> and we talked about that. And, we, I, and I didn't put no money on it, but damn it, yeah. Um, <laughs> but 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 every time. But listen, I, I feel bad for you from day one, especially if you come out jumping out on 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 top day one, and you still got it day two normally you can't you're not going to hold on all four days it's 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 a rough go man it's very difficult it's very difficult he tried He tried though
0: yeah it's very difficult to string four solid days together i think that's why they 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 do that at least in the pga i know live golf has three days but uh to to put four consecutive days together of, of of immaculate golf is probably the most difficult thing in the world but
2: he did three and a half. Three and a half. <laughs> three and a half ain't
0: good enough, though. Huh? I, I didn't win no money, man. <laughs> but real quick, man, a lot of money up on the line uh, this weekend. Uh, like yeah. I said, man, uh, last month uh, we had a lot of hype uh, around the big match be- between Javante Tank Davis and, and Ryan uh, Garcia. A lot of hype there, did a lot of big numbers. How would you compare this fight to that fight? Because there's not as much hype, but the stakes are just as high, if not higher, Uh, When you're talking about Devin the Dream Haney versus Vasil Lomachenko, Fernando, I'm going to start with you, man. Uh, Real quick, where are you with this fight? What are your thoughts about going
1: into it? Well, you know, for sure, this fight, um, this is the main event of the last couple months. You know, it's the undisputed lightweight championship. You know, the Tank versus Ryan Garcia fight, that was like the that was the potatoes. This fight is the steak. This is the the main course. This is the one that's for all the marbles uh, and it's the one with the most historical significance. I'm very excited about this fight, and uh, I just can't wait for it. I mean, me, me either.
0: Uh, I like how you put that, man. This, this really is the, 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 the entree because, I mean, we're talking about high-stakes chess match. Now, this can go a bunch of different ways. Um, I guess before I give my take in it, uh, Ivory, I know you're big, a big uh, boxing guy, and you always anticipate the big fights. Uh, Devin the Dream Haney is 29-0 and 0 with 15 knockouts. Vasil Lomachenko uh, is 17-2. and two. With eleven knockouts, but that doesn't do him justice. Even just looking at his professional record, because again, his amateur record is just one of a kind. Um, yeah. it's, this is for the undisputed super lightweight championship, hundred thirty five pounds. Um, Bunch of belts, man. <laughs> a lot of belts. Yeah, a lot of hardware up for grabs.
2: Bunch of belts. What What are you thinking um, about, Haney I, Lomachenko? I think you know one thing about Lomachenko. I think this is a this is like a a, a a lesson on how fighters should go about their amateur careers, because well he had like a hundred some amateur fights, right? Three hundred and ninety six with one loss. With one like, loss, three hundred and ninety
0: six, so yeah, a thousand,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had a thousand, you know, amateur fights, and then I think it made other fighters feel some type of way because he was a, you know, what? what we're going back, I guess, before he lost to Tia Fimo. He was he was the bad man on the block with only like 15 fights. Right. And 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 so now here we are. What, 20 fights in was he 17 two and uh, uh, t- t- I think, Yeah. It, uh, yeah. He's 17 two with 11 knockouts with 11 knockouts. Yeah. So now here he is like just under 20 fights. And it, I'm almost scared to say he's almost on kind of on his way down. He, he, he's, he's not that he, he's not the, the wizard that he was for Tia Themo went in there and beat him it's kind of like he cracked the code and now Vasily hadn't looked the same and Haney almost wants to prove it
0: well let's look at this despite their records this is where you can kind of get confused a little bit I mean Vasily Machenko had such an extensive amateur career he's actually already yeah. 35 years old compared to Devin Haney who's yeah. 24 yeah. years old
1: yeah and I think one thing yeah. that one thing we need to take into consideration too when when he turned pro he didn't turn pro with like a 0-1 guy, 0-4 guy, like, like we normally yeah. build fighters up. He turned pro against a top contender yeah. in a 10-round fight, his right. first pro fight. Right. Then he challenges for the world title in only his second pro fight right. against Salido. And you know, that, that was a controversial loss. That was controversial. Had he won that, he would have broken the world record for quickest route to a world title. And then after that, he followed that with a win over Gary Russell. He's been fighting you know, really you know, the top guys in his division without any tune-ups, without any build-ups, he just went straight to it, which is unheard of. I mean, I've never seen it
0: before. Somebody literally comes out of their amateur career and jumps head first into the deep end of the pool. I mean, he's never had just, you know, gimme fights. I mean, this guy came into the professional ranks and has been, you know, taking out hitter after hitter, you know, and and, 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 and it's been extremely impressive to watch. But this is going to have to be maybe his most impressive performance if he looks to be victorious this weekend. Um, I mean, let's jump into it, man. We're talking about an undisputed title bout here. Uh, Complete supremacy, right, for the super lightweight championship, the 135-pound division. Devin the Dream Haney versus Vasyl Lomachenko. Uh, Real quick, man, where do you stand on this fight? How do you see it happening, Uh, Fernando? let Let me start with you.
1: Okay. So I mean, uh, the way I see this fight going is, uh, and and uh, we talked about it before. I said Lomachenko would win a split decision, Mm -hmm. and in order for him to do that, he cannot take too long downloading the info on this one. He needs to use his speed. He needs to use his footwork, his angles, and he's got to let his combinations go. He can put a good combination together if you see him get going. He puts really good combinations together, so he's got to get that going early. You know, uh, when he fought Telfimo, which and I'll always consider this one of the biggest blunders in boxing history. Because he he gave away the first six rounds, right? Arguably the first seven. He was just downloading the info. He took too long downloading the info. Downloading the info. When he finally got going, he made Teo look pretty uncomfortable. And but Teo, to his credit, won that final round fair and square. Right. He took it to him. But the whole thing is that uh, Loma did take too long. He he downloaded the info way too long. Got going late. And to me, that was more. It was more of Loma losing the fight than Teo winning it. Mm. He can't do that in this fight. Because uh, Devin Haney has an opportunity here to follow that game plan and perfect it a little bit, put his own tweak to it. Uh, He's got he's got the size. He's got the size to do it. But the question is, does Haney Haney have the power that Teo had? And that's what's going to be a key factor. Because I think Haney's Haney's going to have to make Loma respect his power. If he cannot do that early, then Loma might get going. You know, uh,
0: I got to be honest with you guys. I I have been (laughs) I've been going back and forth with how I think this fight's going to take, you know, uh, take shape. Um, I I've been, just can't stop going back and forth. Something tells me though, and I'm just kind of maybe leaning on the storyline of youth prevailing here. I've got this idea, this vision that uh, Devin Haney is getting ready to have his run. Um, and I think I'm going to go ahead and stick with that here. Listen, uh, this is a 50-50 fight, if you ask me straight up. It's a 50-50 fight. You got two very talented uh, boxers here. And you have a guy who's uniquely talented in Vasil Lomachenko. Uniquely talented. I've never really seen anybody be able to execute the way that he executes in the ring ever. I mean, yeah. the way that this guy moves and, 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 and performs uh, you know, in, in the ring is, is tremendous. Again, he's had a unique path to get to where he's at. But Devin Haney, for me right now, if I look at the trajectory of both fighters, it feels as though Loma is trying to hang on and still pull out another good performance as to where Haney is just trending upward, strong upward trend. I mean, I'm looking at some of the behind the scenes right now, and this guy looks in insane shape, like insane physical condition. And when you're 24 years old, you have what some would say is an 11-year uh, advantage, age yeah. advantage. And you've got the skill set that Haney has. For me, that's just a little bit too much to, to vote the other way. So if you're asking me to put money on it, I think I've got Devin Haney winning a decision. I think this thing goes the distance. I think it's a high-level chess match. I don't know if it will be as explosive as like what we saw with Tank against yeah. Ryan, although it will be a high-level chess match. I yeah. mean, boxing in its purest form uh, this weekend. That's kind of how I feel about it. Uh, I've been, like I said, I've been going back and forth. Ivory, what do you think, man? Devin Haney, Vasiliy Lomachenko. I mean, what see this one shaking out?
2: Uh, you got, you got uh, Devin Haney, uh, speed, athleticism, footwork. You got Lomachenko. You know, like you said, who who give away a couple, kind of, kind of in the form of, of Mayweather. You know, downloading information, and then he strikes on you. One thing about about also about Lomachenko is his fights have kind of calmed down a little bit, you know, he used to fight like twice a year, you know, since TFC mode, he's kind of taking it back a little bit once, you know, twice. He did fight twice, uh, in 2021, but his second one was at the end of the year in December, he fought once in 2022 and now here he is in 23. So like I said, the first time, it almost looked like, you know, that long extended, um, amateur career may be kind of catching up to him right now because you know, you're 35, you're fighting champions out of 24, 25. Um, you know, Haney's going on his, his what? This will be his seventh uh, belt defense, right here. Um, I, I think it's 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 timing. Also, you got the talent there for both fighters, but I just think that time has come now. You know, like you said, uh, Lomachenko kind of kind of calming down, slowing down a little bit as Haney kind of looks at it as his chance to really show and prove and go forward. And like I said. The first go-round. I think a lot of fire fighters have had that kind of in the back of their mind or that little small chip on their shoulder about Lomachenko getting so much pub so early. And I think a lot of guys, kind of like the Warriors, kind of like in the NBA. You know how many teams can't wait to blast the Warriors? <laughs> I think in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a roundabout way, I think fighters have felt that way about Lomachenko coming in and getting so much so early. So, But it'll be a, it'll be a nice one. But but like my man said, don't take too long, uh, Vasily trying to calculate the info and, and, and before you make a move, because this is, this another guy this in Jermaine Ortiz. Okay. You got to step it up a little bit on this one.
0: Yeah, man, this is, this is going to be, uh, this is going to be again, high level chess match. One of the fights that we look forward to as boxing fans. I mean, this, when they announced this one, I said, Ooh, they, they made one of the fights, you know, they made one of the yeah. fights. I, you know, they announced that in the tank, uh, Ryan fight around the same time. I said, yeah. well, boy, we've got two fights we've been, we've been wanting. These are the kind of fights that boxing fans deserve. And I'm just glad that we're finally starting to get some of this. Um, But again, at the end of the day, man, I'm real curious to see how this thing plays out. Uh, You know, and here's the other thing, too. I wonder about Vasil Lomachenko with uh, everything going on in Ukraine. I mean, they showed uh, a piece of him, you know, suited up in fatigues out there, you know, with the soldiers. I mean, defending his home. When you hear him talk about what is going on in his home. He said, man, they brought the war to my house. Yeah, I didn't. We're not out. like literally I go outside and they're dropping bombs. I mean, you can't help be moved by that and and, and wonder how that affects not just as a fighter, but as a human being, as a man. And is that somehow going to translate into seeing something (laughs) in the ring? You
2: know, maybe I owe him a little grace on that, you know, because, yeah, there there has been a war over there in this country. So maybe I owe him a a little pass on. How many fights he's getting up
1: so far? I mean, that's true. Yeah. I mean, that 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 played yeah, a huge factor. Was, in uh, that. Yeah, he was in line to fight Cambosos, sure. and he turned it down so he yeah. could go uh, defend his home country. So, I mean, that also yeah. kind of yeah. merits some respect because he would have been a huge favorite against Cambosas and he turned him down. And he would have made millions of dollars. Yeah, he, and, he, and
0: he turned it down to to be a part of this
1: war. I mean, he yeah. was suited up, firing guns. Yeah, and I think this will galvanize him. You know, th- this is gonna motivate him. You know. It's nothing like something like a, like a war to galvanize a fighter. That, yeah. You know, when you're defending your home country, you know, this is going to motivate you to give a performance, you know, for your, your country that right now is getting attacked by Russia, you know, and, uh, you know, it doesn't seem like they've been getting the best of it, you know, so they, they, can, they can use all the motivation that, uh, that they need out there. And, and, and how does that factor in? Let's, let's talk about this for just a quick second here.
0: When a fighter is fighting for something bigger than himself, right? I mean, I, I've seen that. I've seen that affect fighters in a lot of different ways listen, one of the most, what I think is commonly referred to as the biggest upset of all time was when Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson. Buster Douglas just lost his mother and just fought outside of himself. It was bigger than what he was capable of doing. He had this extra power, this extra strength, again, led to what people commonly referred to as the biggest upset of all time. And so different, obviously different scenario here, but nevertheless, something big outside of boxing is happening uh, to this man, to his family, to his countrymen, to, you know, where he grew up, uh, his friends, his family, everybody.
2: Can that, can that provide a similar spark? No disrespect to to Buster Douglas, but I don't think Devin Haney going to come with, with his ice and a, in a rubber, in a rubber hand glove as, as, (laughs) as to fix as a swelling, as a swelling fixer, you know what I mean. That's so right. You no,
1: know, he has the one of the best coaches. The other,
2: the other year. half of that was a was a, the other half of that was a very ill prepared Mike Tyson
1: who yeah uh, who
0: had a lot of extracurricular activities out there uh, leading up to his fight. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. Who said who said he didn't want to go to Japan in the first place? But, um, you know, I but but you're right. You know, for for that extra bit of motivation, I mean, what in in this. In this Rocky Four, a little bit, you know, be <laughs> fighting, fighting in a way, fight yeah. for your country, <laughs> fighting, fighting against, you know, uh, uh, a, a non-countryman, and fighting for something a little bigger than yourself. So, I mean, um, it, it, for Vasily Lomachenko, I mean, that's the only two. That's the two questions you got to ask yourself: Did this war motivate him as he goes in here, and and like you said, fight for something bigger than yourself, or did it distract you all all during training camp and? You know, didn't allow you to get to your to your best. Well, well let's talk. Uh, about, we'll see. We'll
0: see. Let's talk about that too, because on the other side, you got Devin Haney, who uh, is 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 open about his religious beliefs as a Muslim, and for a little while, uh, was partaking in Ramadan. Yeah. Uh, so he wasn't eating. Now they ended yeah. up. They ended up breaking away from that and coming up with a plan to kind of make up for their lack of participation yeah. in Ramadan, because at the end of the day. I don't know how you could possibly have a successful training camp if you're not eating exactly. and, and, yeah. and and you know nourishing your body when yeah. you're you're destroying it in training camp. So good call on them to to adjust course there. Yeah. Um, but does any of that
1: maybe factor in, right? Because I mean, these are
0: questions we gotta they, they are going to be answered, obviously, come fight yeah.
1: night. Yeah, I mean, if you're not getting you know all the nutrients you need when you're you know working as hard as that, you know, it, it could be a problem. I know Amir Khan used to schedule his fights around that because I think he he was also. He would uh, follow yeah. Ramadan, so I, I think he would skip fights. He wouldn't even take a fight right. anywhere near that time. Right. And so, you know, it was a good call by Team Haney if they, if they wanted to take a fight during these during mm-hmm. these days that they can uh, make an adjustment because you need to eat, you know, when you're in camp. I mean, you're debilitating yourself. You know, you're breaking yourself down, really. And uh, if, you're, if you're a fighter that has to make weight and you have to lose a lot of weight, it, this can affect you pretty pretty it, bad. And let me, let, me, let me say this also, too, another thing that I just kind of observed. I, I try to you know
0: digest or ingest i should say a lot of content around this fight anything that's available any kind of footage that's out there any training footage any interviews i just like seeing where these guys are at how hard they're working what their mind state is another thing that's been glaring out to me is the difference in tone between the two fighters and what i mean is listen vasilio machenko seems very calm he seems poised and he doesn't seem overly, um, he's, not, he's not talking a lot. He's not saying anything outrageous. Well, on the other hand, Devin Haney is just saying it. I'm going to mow this guy down. I'm going to run through him. I mean, you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, it's my time. I'm the best fighter in the world. I'm the best pound for pound. I mean, extremely confident, as you would expect a young 24-year-old in yeah. his prime to be doing, right? Yeah. But again, those two tones have been noticeably different for me. You've got one guy who won't you know, won't miss a beat to tell you how great he is and how he's going to dominate this fight. And you've got the other, the other guy, uh, in Lomachenko, who's a little bit more reserved talking this time. And he even talked about kind of changing, you know, kind of being humbled a little bit through his losses, yeah. uh, and how it changed his perspective. Do we gain anything from that?
1: I mean, it just depends, uh, where his mental is at, you know, it also depends on how, uh, how, how, how he's aging you know i mean he did struggle a little bit with uh, ortiz his last fight he had some rough moments you know so it could be either a factor of maybe ortiz was just a, a better fighter than we thought mm-hmm. or maybe loma is getting a little bit up there in age and it's starting to catch up to him uh but you know that's going to be answered for us this weekend um you know, Lomas, okay. you know, it's got to be answered. That's why we watch the this fights. Is, you know, this is, it's basically on a silver platter for Haney. Right. Right now. You know, all the talking he's been doing and to selling and hyping the fight. But a win here, on top of everything else, it's kind of like a coronation for him now. It really is. He is coming out party for sure. And so. Even though he, the great fight against Cambosis, both of them. This would be, it. this would be the official. Yeah, this would be it because you're, you're, a, a yeah. you're, you're beating a Hall of Famer. You're beating a Hall of Famer. You know, that's a surefire Hall of Famer. You beat him. You're, you're now a superstar. Ivory, do you take anything from the different tones of the fighters
0: or, or is that all just is that all just, hey, one young guy, one older seasoned guy, that you could kind of expect that?
2: Yeah, I, I think, yeah, some of it is that. I think Lomachenko is just I think he understands that everybody has that heat for him. Um, and then like we were talking about the war, you know, he he's he's seen real struggle, real death. You know, people dealing with real issues. He's still the super rich Hall of Fame fighter. Um, he he's seen some some people really walking the streets with nowhere to go, mm. you know. Uh, body parts, mm. you know, blown off, things like that. You mm-hmm. know, all the atrocities of war. So, I think you know. And on top of being thirty five years old, I think just as a man, you know, you you've walked this road before. You've every fight, really, basically in your professional career has been a big time major fight, damn near. So, I think this is just par for the course for him. And, um, it's about how it's supposed to be. Haney should be hyped up and ready for this. And, and Lomachenko being the vet that he is, he should be like, ah, you know, let the, let the pup, let the young pup bark. I'll, I'll be over here waiting. Every time I see him, that's how he ends everything he says with, we'll see. (laughs) That's true. That's that's what he said. (laughs) Everything (laughs) is a we'll see. So, I mean, it's, it's really not moving him at all. Well,
0: let's go ahead and do this just to make it official. I know we all kind of basically explained where we are with this fight, but
1: just for the record, officially, what is your pick? Fernando, let's start with you. So I'm going to go ahead and say 115-113 uh, Loma. I think, you know, in this fight, he's, he's going to learn from, you know, from his previous mistakes of, you know, not, of not getting going early. And, you know, this is a fight where 115-113, that's a round away from an even fight. Sure, You know, so... It's a 50-50 fight. You know, one judge could see it one way or the other. I wouldn't be surprised if, realistically, it's 115-113 uh, Haney. Mm-hmm. But the, a judge, you know, found a round here and there to give to Loma. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe we'll see a controversial split decision. Okay. And I think the judges will smile on Lomachenko this weekend. And I think he'll benefit from a very close decision, maybe controversial. But it'll be a split decision for Loma.
0: Well, you, that's kind of, you, you haven't moved from when you first no, started talking yeah. about this. That's what you've been saying. Yeah. You're sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. I'm going to go ahead and say my official pick is uh, winner by decision, Devin the Dream Haney. I just think it, he's getting ready to go on a run. I think, you're, like you said, uh, the coming out party, the coronation for a new fighter uh, who was going to be doing some real work in the sport of boxing for, for a number of years. I think he's getting ready to go on a run here. I think Devin Haney... For me, every time he's out there, it looks better and better every single time. And I expect that trend to continue. Uh, all respect to Lomachenko. And listen, I, I, I'm not, listen here, I'm not counting Lomachenko out. I know yeah. it very well could go the other way. It very well could be Loma's night to, to, to kind of reestablish himself and show the world, hey, man, I ain't done yet. You wait a minute now. I yeah. still got some years to go, and I'm still the man to beat. I still have this set of skills that nobody else has. And I can show you what I can do. This would be a perfect fight for him to showcase that. I understand that, but if something tells me if I got to put money on it, if I'm a betting man, I'm picking Devin Haney to win uh, a decision. It could be close, uh, but I'm picking Devin Haney to win a decision. That is my official pick. Ivory, where do you stand on Devin Haney Vasil Loma Lomachenko? I'm,
2: I'm going. I'm going Haney also. And not just because I think he's just so much better than, than Lomachenko right now. He may be. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what Lomachenko has in that 35-year-old body. Um, but I'm going for the future of boxing in this particular lightweight division. Imagine the fighters. Imagine the fights. We'll see if Haney gets this fight. Imagine the guys who'll be barking at Haney to try to get, to get the next bout next with him. And with our previous big fight being um, Tank and Garcia, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm liking this trend that we're on. This is the second big fight. It may be even bigger than, than Tank, as, as my man was saying. So I'm just going with the, with the trend. Let's keep this trend going. We got two pretty big ones back-to-back. So let's get, let Haney get this one. Maybe Lomachenko fights Barbosa again. I don't know. But I'm just looking forward of all the lightweights that will be barking at Haney to get that belt or to get their chance at him if he takes care of Lomachenko.
1: And, and I, and I want to say, too, I mean, he, you know, he's going to have to make Loma respect his power. He's going to have to do it, and he's going to have to do that early. He has got to make him respect him because, and we talked about it before, Loma respected Teo's power very early. He respected it. So Haney's going to have to do that as well. And I know he's got 15 KOs and 29 wins. So, it, it might not indicate that he's got that one punch power, but he can right. hurt you. But, he, can hurt you. So, but he, and he has to make him respect his power. Otherwise, Lomachenko's going to pull out Roy Jones. Y'all must have forgot. <laughs>
0: you, you know what? You know what <laughs> I like about this? You know what I really like about this? I really like that we're not all on the same page this time. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, this is the first time since we started the podcast yeah. that me and you have not agreed on who's going to win yeah. a fight. So I'm excited to see how this plays out because one of us is going to have to buy the other one lunch or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so this, is,
1: this, is, this is exciting, man. I'm if excited. I lose, if I lose all the dollar menu, you can get man. That's right, baby. Come on. <laughs> hey, come
0: on, man. So listen, we got our picks in. There we are. Uh, let's move on here. Just a minute. A couple of quick, quick items that we're going to touch on before we leave. First of all, this past weekend, uh, Rolly Romero. Uh, versus Ishmael Barroso. Um, listen, uh, <laughs> this is one of the fights, I'll be honest with you, I knew it was coming up. I didn't invest a lot of time into it because I was like, well, Roley's going to bounce back. He should be able to get a win here. I kind of slept on Barroso, uh, to be honest with you. And it's something, listen, that is something I do not normally do. Yeah. I just, for some reason, was like, yeah. Same here. India. And I think maybe I was just so looking forward to this Devin Haney Lomachenko yeah. fight that I kind of Put this in the back back break seat a little bit, which is, again, something I don't normally do. And I paid the price again. Uh, Barroso come out, put a tremendous effort. Yeah. And boy, he was chucking some leather. Yeah. This guy was throwing some punches. Romero even said, yo, this dude hits a million times harder than Tank, which is saying something, yeah. which is saying something. <laughs> uh, right, right. How, however, the fight ends in controversy. Fernando, what did you see? What the hell happened
1: here? Well, you know, and, and, and I'll get to that, but I'll, just to address that a little that he hits harder, any fighter who's been beat is going to give a, a credit to a fighter that he beat instead of the guy that that's, beat him. That's right. That's, that's right. just historically. That's right. <laughs> He's never, man. Ego at play he, here. He got me with a good shot, but this guy hits a thousand times or right. harder. Sure. Now that, that's BS. Right. You know? Sure. Yeah. Whatever T- you say. Right. Real- T- got him out of there. He, yeah. he got him out of there. He made him face plant. So <laughs> he, he hit him harder. But, Absolutely. But anyways, back to, back to the fight, man, if you saw the, the highlights of the knockdowns and the stoppage, you saw the fight. It was, it was a pretty dreadful fight in my opinion. Uh, they were both kind of hesitant. Um, this fight did more to show Roley's flaws than it did to show his strengths. If you ask me, uh, because this guy, you know, 40 year old Barroso was able to press him and kind of had him on the back foot a few times and he rocked him a few times. And then, uh, he dropped him in the third round with a good straight left. And, uh, you know, Roley was just kind of looking to counter. He looked a little bit lost and, uh, When he finally dropped him, that was a questionable knockdown itself. It looked like more of a pushdown. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, the flurry afterwards. And it just, it seemed like he got bailed out by the ref more than anything because he was on his way to losing that fight by decision. And he did not look, he did not look as impressive. He didn't look sharp at all.
0: No. He looked like this was going to be a gimme and it was anything but. And that's, again, why I love the sport of boxing, right? It doesn't allow you the freedom just to say, "Ah, I'm going to mail it in tonight. Because if that other guy isn't mailing it in tonight, you're in trouble. Exactly. Uh, the truth comes out. Um, but it looks like we're prevented from seeing how that would truly play out by, listen, got to be one of the worst stoppages I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And I want to say this real quick because everybody has been jumping on Tony Weeks. And I understand it. Yeah. I get it. I yeah. want to jump on Tony a little bit. But let me tell you something. This is my personal take here. I think Tony Weeks is, has been consistently one of the best referees in the entire sport of boxing for a number of years now. Uh, he's my second favorite active referee, the, the, again, that is active right now. Uh, he's been an exceptional referee. He doesn't always jump in. It's not about him. It's about the fighters. He lets guys work. He, I mean, he's just been so consistently good that my instinct is I got to give Tony a pass here because his record merits that. His performances throughout his career merit a little bit of grace. He had a bad night, a bad call, bad angle. Who knows what could have happened? But man, the stoppage was so bad
1: God, yeah. That, yeah, that, that I just got to yeah.
0: wonder, damn, did Tony need some extra money? Like, is it, it, his old <laughs> totally. lady's birthday coming up? He needed to get her a child. Tra- listen, yeah. I'm just talking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is no proven corruption, right? But um, But we're boxing fans. We know how yeah. things go. It just—it was so bad that it makes me wonder what the hell happened. Uh, I—you got to see a, a clip of that. I mean, when did? You see, when was the last time you saw a stoppage that bad? That was—that was pretty bad,
2: wasn't it? It was terrible. It was terrible. Um, I don't know when the last time I seen a stoppage that bad, but I'm pretty sure that I know who did it. Probably Kenny Bayless. <laughs> until, <if> anybody? <laughs> um, you know, if I was gonna call anybody out, but. <laughs> But no, yeah, I, I'm like you. I didn't, I didn't really keep up with the fight. And but when I saw the clip of the, of the stoppage, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it was. Um, uh, I'm with you guys. It, it was a, it was kind of that, that knockdown was kind of a. He did connect with a punch before that, but it was kind of like a throwdown, kind of like he pushed him down. And I, I don't know what Tony Weeks was saying. You know, after that, a man got up and it was a, they were going toe to toe. Both fighters were swinging pretty consistently, pretty hard, and Tony Weeks was decided. I uh, damn it, I got my meatloaf on. I got to yeah. go, <laughs> and he and he stopped the fight out, out of nowhere, man. It was it was head scratching, and it, and, and I, I hate. I wish I wish we would. We, I wish we would turn that culture around in sports. Although they do it in boxing every now and then, but in sports you can never question the referee. You can never question what the umpire sees now. We've seen it happen in boxing every now and then, but that needs to be a, a, a definite. We need to make that consistent in all sports. Yeah. When the referee has a questionable call, a questionable decision, feel free to call him to the carpet and, and, and ask him what he was doing, what he was thinking. Uh, like some type of instant replay or and, something. And, may, and maybe Tony Wicks being a stand-up guy, being a great ref that he is, maybe we'll get that opportunity out of him one day. I don't know, but that was a, that was a head-scratcher, no doubt.
0: I mean, it really just leaves a lot of questions as to what happened there. Why did it happen? Um, Fernando, you look yeah. like you want to say something.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, and he, he just had a bad night. I mean, because, you know, this is the same ref that ref, you know, Corrales Castillo won. And you saw how that fight yeah. ended. Two knockdowns, you know, Corrales gets dropped twice. Looks this is what I'm saying. Shape, yeah. Gets back and stops Castillo. Yeah. I mean, so if he let that fight go, you know, what, what made him stop this one? is the, you know,
0: it, it, Here's the only thing. And, and, by, and by the way, this took a ton of research to actually find out. Tony Weeks is 66 years old right now. Yeah. Um, he looks great. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, obviously dyes his hair. Looks great, though. <laughs> um, but, 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 it, but, it, but at some point, I mean, there's got to be a cutoff there uh, when you, when you kind of need to be assigned, especially high-level championship fights.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: and again, all the respect. I love Tony Weeks. I'm a Tony Weeks fan. I, I yeah. think he had a bad night, bad call.
1: But... I don't know. Maybe that's the difference. I'm just I'm just trying to find an answer here. Everybody everybody has a bad night at the office, you know, and unfortunately in sports when you have a bad night at the office it becomes a big thing. You know, Tom Brady won, once lost 31-0, you know, yeah. he needs the goat. And so you know it's it's normal for a, you know a referee can have a bad night, a boxing judge can have a, a bad night and we've seen some really horrible scores turned in in the past. So it just, you know, in this situation it it affects, you know, the fighters obviously it affects it ain't just that the, the ref having the bad night. It's everybody. It ends up affecting everybody. And so, you know, Ismael Barroso, he's 40 years old. He might never get a title shot again. Right. And so he's paying dearly yeah. for that mistake. Uh, Roly benefited from that mistake. But, you know, I don't know, man. There might be a, uh, a time where uh, you can, there needs to be like a cutoff already in, in the age or something. I, yeah. I don't know. I it's, mean, I don't know if it's that. I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm discriminating based on age or nothing, but it, it might be Time to set some some limits or something
0: yeah, I, I agree, uh, Ivory, you got any final takes I, on that
2: I, w- I want to ask like i don't know, I want to say, maybe kind of like you hear this in 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 like parents of of young football players who played themselves, like ex NFL guys who don't want their children or grandkids playing football because they understand the the physical Elements that you could deal, that you could have to deal with for the rest of your life, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, so I'm thinking maybe a guy like Tony Weeks, who, like you said, was a part of Castillo Corrales, and and I'm sure some other, you know, knockdown, dragout fights that I'm, that we're not thinking of right now. You see so many of those, and you get older, and the older you get, do you start having that kind of soft spot uh, in your in your mind and in the middle of your chest? fighters maybe you don't want to see the warrior anymore maybe saving their lives and helping them out is more priority to you maybe now 60 66 may be the age where that that type of philosophy starts to creep in mm. a tad bit
1: mm. and you know and i and i i think uh that there is some merit to that question because i mean we've seen it in the past um i can't remember his name but the ref that was the ref uh Ray Mancini versus Dooku Kim, where mm-hmm. Dooku Kim lost his life. Right. He committed, yeah, su- he committed, yeah. he committed suicide over that fight. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, there was uh, Mitch Halpern committed suicide. I mean, you know, the, the, the reasons uh, weren't com- completely, you know, released or whatever. But a big factor was that Jimmy Garcia gave Borella's fight where Jimmy Garcia lost his life. And so, so there's yeah. been a, a history of referees who have taken their own life because of, of an instance where a fight went too long. And so, you know, at the end of the day, it's a human life in there. You know, you, it's a human being getting beat up. And so I, it, it, it does come to a point where maybe a ref does start to think, take the, those type of things into consideration, you know, when a, when a fighter uh, starts taking punishment. So, so yeah, for, for sure, you know, I, I would agree uh, with Ivory on this. I'm sure, to,
2: I'm sure Tony Weeks got kids, grandkids, and they're interested in boxing and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe around the same age. And, and, and those boxers... They don't just, they, they look different. They're not mm-hmm. just some young athletes that you don't know. Right. For sure. Now you start, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Now you start comparing them, and, and that's your grandchild out there. That's your son out there. Yeah. So that's a, that's a,
0: that's an interesting taking perspective. I yeah. appreciate you bringing that up. That again, because at the end of the day, we're all human, yeah. right? And and whether we even realize it yeah. or not, maybe it's a subconscious thing that we're, that we're, yeah. that we're doing. Yeah. Uh, these it's things a, all can
1: factor in. Yeah. yeah. It's a very high stress uh, position to be a ref. Sure. It really is. And, uh, like I said, he had a bad night at the office. And you know what, man, he's going to take a lot of heat for it. And it, it deserves the heat he's going to catch for it because it, it was a big mistake. You know, right. it was a big blunder. Again,
0: because a guy like uh, Ishmael Barroso, he may never get another opportunity. No. We've seen this historically yeah. throughout boxing. And that's why it hurts so much, yeah. you know, in sports, but especially in boxing, where the cost that you pay to, to do your job is losing a bit of yourself yeah. every time, not just what happens in the fight, but everything leading up to the fight, the training camp, the sparring yeah. sessions, the miles you run, all those things that we've discussed before, it takes, you're giving parts of yourself that you will never get back to prepare for these opportunities. And then when something like that happens, oh man, it just hurts. Yeah. Listen, I heard a lot of people talking bad uh, about Barroso leading up to the fight, saying how old he looked yeah. and, 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 and kind of, you know, poking fun at, at his yeah. physical appearance. The man's had a hard life. He's had yeah. a hard road. And, 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 and yeah. for, for this to happen, he may never get another shot and it breaks honestly it, I, I i get a little emotional because it yeah. breaks my heart because i know how fucked up
1: that is yeah no for you sure know? for sure yeah. Yeah. and if i'm not mistaken because he's from venezuela correct he's mm-hmm. from venezuela in venezuela i think there's a an age limit so past 40 they retire you wow so this is he's literally on borrowed time as a fighter as a fighter and uh really yeah so he's he's on borrowed time and i'm it, I'm not 100% sure if that rule is still in action, but for the most part, it's always been once you turn 40, you're out. Yeah, he's, he's 40 years old. So, uh, so hey, I mean, this could have been it. This this was his final opportunity to go out with glory, you know?
0: And what a warrior, man. Uh, unfortunately, he falls to uh, 24 wins, 4 losses uh, with 22 knockouts. I mean, the guy can fight. He's yeah. That is a fighter that's a warrior. He doesn't have the big the big machine behind him. He's not getting the marketing dollars, the marketing push, but this guy is a prize fighter damn it and honestly i feel i'm getting a little upset because i'm looking at the guy and i know i can just imagine all the work that's been put into this i know what what the sports asks of these warriors yeah. and for this to happen it's very upsetting i'm giving tony weeks a bit of a pass here bad day at the office yeah.
1: but it's still bullshit it was it was and you know like i said earlier you know a bad night in the office and in, in something like this like in boxing and football and and in any sport really that's a big national sport a bad night at the office there it has just a lot of repercussions and it comes it, it affects a lot of people versus one of us you yeah. know, at at our job our, our you know our 9 to 5 we have a bad day at the office we just we leave it at the office we yeah. come home and we're good yeah. you know you can't just leave a bad performance in the ring like that and go on it's going to be you know it's going to be all over the social media it's going to be memes about it i mean It just is what it is. I mean, meanwhile, the 27 year old
0: Rolando Rolly Romero improves to 15 wins, one loss, 13 knockouts, and is now the WBA World Super Light uh, Lightweight Champion. So uh, there it is. There it is. Real quick, man, before we get out of here, and we are going to wrap up today's show, uh, you know what? Finally, get to put a little bit of fairways into the fair ones here because this is primarily a boxing podcast, but we always uh, like to include where we can some fairways action and uh this week not only are we getting the big major fight we've got a major championship in the sport of golf the pga championship happened at oak hill country club in rochester uh man i've been i've been doing my best to try to see if i can get another good run at picking a winner this week um and listen i was i've been i've been doing everything i've been who's in form who's playing good uh because listen i i know boxing golf, I'm just a fan of, and I, I want to try to promote as much as I can because it is an amazing sport. Um, and I've been studying the course. What kind of setup does it favor? I've been doing my research and uh, I think, and this is just for the record here, I don't know if you guys have any opinion on this. I, I don't think you do for that. Are you? No, I defer to you
1: when it comes to this, man. Uh, I already told you the only two names I know in golf. And that's right. <laughs> he, he said, he, hey, he
0: said he, the only two names he knows in golf is Tiger Woods and Happy Gilmore. <laughs> and, Chubb, <laughs> and Chubbs. Um, listen, <laughs> and Chubbs. I and I don't know if you have a take here, but I'm going to go ahead and put it out here. Uh, my official pick. Uh-huh. For the 2023 PGA Championship this weekend at Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, my official pick is Dustin Johnson. He's another live guy. Last time we put Brooks Kepka at the Masters. And listen, Brooks is my favorite. Brooks Kepka is my favorite golfer. I'm always pulling for Brooks. But if he made me put money on it, and I might, I'm putting my money on Dustin Johnson this weekend. He, uh, like Brooks going into the last major, Just won the big live event. Form looks good. And I think something about this course favors Dustin's game. And if he is locked in and motivated, which I think he is, I think Dustin Johnson is going to be long off the tee and sweet around the greens. So my official pick for the PGA Championship, Dustin Johnson, a.k.a. Wayne Gretzky's daughter's husband, that guy.
2: (laughs) And I have seen Wayne Gretzky's daughter. <laughs> next level. <laughs> next level. She next level.
0: <laughs> Listen. There you go. There it is.
2: There it is. <laughs> she next level. Um, now I don't have too too big a take on this one. Um, who uh, would this be the first live guy if he takes this one?
0: Uh, to win a major? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, one, okay. yeah, because Cam, Cam Smith, uh, when he won the Open last year, had not gone over to live yet. So, yeah, right, uh-huh. right. you're yeah, right. You're right.
2: Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'll put a I'll put a I'll throw a shot in the dark. And, and just so uh, I like I like I like the 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 mullet motivator, man. I like Cameron. The name Cameron Smith. Cam Smith. Yeah. Dan Smith. That's a damn man, good let's pick. Go, let's do it, man. I like, I like to see the mullet fly out there, man. Let's go, baby. Let's
0: Let the mullet take on it. New York.
2: Come on now.
0: <laughs> Come on let's now. Let's take
2: it, man. I mean, nobody rolls the rock. That that's a, That's a real mullet. That's like Boom Howard status right there. I like that. <laughs> Straight from down under, <laughs> baby. Delay, Australia. Yeah, yeah. You know, Australia's <laughs>
0: finest right there, man. Yeah, that's the mullet power yeah. right there, man. Uh, and, and listen, nobody <laughs> rolls the rock. There is not a better putter on the planet. Than Cameron Smith. That dude is a beast. Uh, I would love to see him win the trophy and and drink beer out of it. I just want to see it happen. I want to see it happen. Uh, Um, Right. um, But, okay, I like the pick. I like the pick. Gentlemen, uh, let me see here. Hang on. Where are we? Man, I really appreciate you guys. I'm glad we all got together for today's episode, uh, Fernando. Any last uh, parting shots?
1: Uh, yeah, man. I just want to say it was a pleasure uh, here talking with Ivory. You know, hopefully we get to talk more with him. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed the first episode y'all did together, so hopefully we can uh, do some more. Oh yeah, no, we're gonna
0: get this thing going, Ivory. We count on you to come
2: back, right? Oh man, I'm in there, man. I got, I got two, two intelligent, motivated boxing fans. Uh, we can talk all day, man. Just give me a call and. We'll connect it out, man. And nice, nice to get on for my first time with Fernando. I say he knows what he's talking about, man. And I, I love to come back on to learn something, no doubt.
0: Real quickly, if you can give me a 10, 15 second plug for your
2: podcast. Ah, oh, man. Uh uh, whatever you say podcast. Um, whatever you say, I hope you stand on it. Whatever you say, I hope you thought about it first. <laughs> and whatever you say, I hope you say it with a little bit of respect. Hey, I like that. Check man. Check it out on the a- on all your streaming platforms, man. I love it. I love
0: it. My man Ivory. My man Hurricane. No doubt. Your man Noel Sosa. Till the next time, keep your hands up.